There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about hit now, hit now. Aiko, Aiko, Ani. Giacomo, Fino, Anani. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Oh, baby, 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 baby. We got a steaming hot episode full of cultural goss, I think. You guys, this is Bowen Yang, one of your culture consultants. And this is Matt Rogers. I'm the other culture consultant. And let me tell you, we are joined by someone who is, I mean, truly a culturista. We throw the term around, but I mean, let me tell you, this is someone who's in the now. She lives it, she breathes it, she uh, cooks it up for dinner. Yes, she cooks it up and you eat it up. You eat it up. You eat what you're eating, what she's serving, honey. And let me tell you right now, let me tell you a little bit about this this lady. All right. She's on the Herald Team Sleuth. She's one of the new stacked team, I think. Yes, absolutely. Great team. One of the hosts of one of my favorite shows, The Female Gaze at UCB. At UCB. And one of the hosts of one of my favorite podcasts, The Waiting Game. The Waiting Game with Jesse Galley. And her name is Janie Stolar. Hello, Janie Stolar. Thank you so much. We love. This is a huge moment for me and Janie because Janie and I, historically, we met. met on a podcast. It was the millennium that we all hoped for. It was the millennium we all hoped for. Honestly, I would have with your pod, by the way. I love it. Thank Thank you. you. And we really are big fans of yours. Big fan of you guys. And I want new episodes. 
Come on, people. I Jake know. the Myth Smith. Jake the Myth. Let's live up to that name. Yeah, come Might on, Jesse Galley. Mythological. Okay, yes. You got to check this this podcast out, guys, and you're going to demand new episodes, too. You got you got great comics, and they're telling their life stories. Yeah. And they, I, it's really, it's really wonderful. It's very interesting. And Janie asks very uh, stimulating questions. Incisive. Incisive questions. Thank you. Yes, I like it. And I, I felt... the what, I'm say, what I say about the show is it, it really... You get to hear them really talk. Mm-hmm. Like Mike Kelton tells this unbelievable story, like a rock bottom story, right. and it's so good. I mean, refer to the podcast to Thank listen you. to it. Yeah. It's so good. I love. And um, yeah, actually, I would have it no other way that you guys met on a podcast. Yeah, That's right. like Absolutely. too good. It makes and we so were much talking sense. about Tina Fey and RuPaul. Our two, oh, our two our number two ones. So They're both you of your like icons. 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 And yes. you know what? Janie uh, has recently put out her Q two brand outlook. Which okay, included, yeah, let's hear it. We which included so such many. elements, such people, figures as RuPaul, uh-huh. Beyonce, which we'll get to in a minute. Oh, yes. won't we? Judy Hopps from Zootopia, Absolutely. a feminist icon of our time. Oh, yeah, yes. I haven't seen it yet. It's transcendent. Yes, voiced by Jennifer so Goodwin. Yes, in a great, in a great way. Yes. Um, we also have DW, a classic feminist hero wow. from before oh, even we yes. knew what we were processing as youth. Yes. Um, who else is on that? I mean, I always have 1998 Christina Aguilera. Like, there's always going to be that space absolutely the christina aguilera that laughed like this ha ha <laughs> you know like Haha, yes um we have a lot of producers on this record ha ha <laughs> <What>? yes <laughs> honestly it, i think all of our listeners know exactly what i'm talking about absolutely. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. that's my essential self i believe is I? 1998 christina aguilera fresh out the gate like being like really shady but like not knowing her true powers oh, of shade yeah. yet that's my that's the perfect compliment to my essence which is 1997 <laughs> 1998 britney spears who always went um it's really cool like she says really cool <laughs> really cool really cool really cool, really cool. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> really cool. just like a little bit dead inside yeah. just like yeah it's really cool. it's already like, withering you yeah. can tell it's it's going that it's way it's going yeah. that way so this is actually a great segue because we like to ask our guests mm. um what is the culture that you feel has shaped you so as a wow. young janey as a young Janie, maybe even as a young jane what it was Janie. It was Janie always? It was Jane when I worked in advertising. I had my corporate moment. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're born naked and the rest is drag. drag. (laughs) That was me in drag serving you working girl. Yeah. Executive realness. The culture that... What what was the culture that you can remember like as a child or as a teen or as a young teen Mm, that made you say like... I'm interested in culture cultures for me. I mean, it's always been TV for me. Like if I had to name my one love, uh, you know, it would be TV. And I think it's always been somewhat unscripted, like talk shows and reality shows. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember watching, um, Oprah when I was way too young to know what the download was, but getting all my information oh, there. Man. Yeah. Did Oprah have a download? I mean, of course she did. Oh, she had a download episode and it was phenomenal. Oh man. It really made me realize to trust nobody. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, you know what's funny? When you just said Oprah had a download episode, I was like, that feels more Tyra's brand. <laughs> well, <laughs> Tyra feels- had, yeah. I think she could make it about her. Yeah. She would be like, yeah. I'm going undercover on the down low. And then I'm going to cry <laughs> to people who are on the down low about my experience. And why am I crying to you? Which is what she said when she wore a fat suit. And then she oh, had yeah. two fat people flanking her and she cried. <laughs> she's like, this is so incredibly hard. <laughs> yeah. And she gets to take it off at the end. And then she's like, and now I'm back to me. Tyra is incredible. Her? She, yeah. She, mm-hmm. But like, remember when she won an Emmy for that show? She, that, she's she like a daytime Emmy, Emmy winner for that show. I will never forget the episode. 
episode oh, where man. she pretended to have rabies. <laughs> And she she walks out on stage while everyone's applauding, and she's like, "Hey guys, um, I'm sorry, I'm not feeling very good. I was running in my neighborhood, and a dog bit me, and it was." And they were all like, "Oh my god!" Absolutely. And then she walks over to her guests, who are just for some reason already without introducing them. She just walks over. (laughs) Well, she drinks a bottle of water first that has like I'm I'm assuming foam, like something that would foam up some toxin, some toxin (laughs) because you know she was committing to it. And then, and then she just pretended to go into a rabid, like <laughs> fucking shock and you know like what? I love freaked it. out. And it was she barked at the camera and she started barking at her audience <laughs> I members. That. And it's because truly her interpretation the of rabies was you become a dog. Uh, you, yeah, <laughs> I mean, truly, like she's also the one blind of those, leading the blind. There. There's like yeah. people who aren't that smart think that pranks are jokes. Yeah. Yes, they think that like they love April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna scare and upset and confuse someone instead of making them laugh. I do love. I will say, I do love. Kiss my butt. <laughs> and then she immediately turns around and loses all the weight. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stand on that platform for half a millisecond, along with Jennifer Love Hewitt, another yeah. betrayer to our people, wow. and just go right back down to a size zero. Thank you Jeez. for that moment when you spoke up for I people also, who are a size zero. I also just, I mean, anyone that says the line, it's interesting because Mallory was wearing the scarf, but the scarf was wearing, <laughs> wearing Mal- Jen- Mallory, Jennifer. Whatever. Or whatever. I was like, this is, and the fact that you knew exactly what she was saying. <laughs> you knew it. And it honestly, was right. it really was such a precursor to Rue. Absolutely. Like, there's no rule if there's no that show, and therefore no, we sure. must be thankful we for it. We have to be thankful. And Very also thankful. brought, like, all, I watch all the shows. Like, I remember Project Runway came out, and I was on board with that. Mm-hmm. And Real World, I was watching from the beginning. All the right. reality shows mm-hmm. are just, thank you so much, reality TV. I thank mean, you. so you were a big Real World fan. Oh, yeah, huge. So what would you say is the best season of Real World? Okay, I gotta go with Hawaii, because mm-hmm. for me, it, like, it really shook me mm-hmm. and um, excited me and showed me that there's more in the world. Oh, I see. Yeah. Great. So I loved Hawaii. but um, I mean, actually, the only one that really sticks out for me is Las Vegas. With Bryn. And, with Bryn and yeah, Trishel. Trishel. Um, and Steven. And I remember just thinking all the guys were like so hot. I remember I was like. One did in- porn, right? Which one did porn? Um, maybe I'm mixing up the seasons, but there was one that got in a relationship with with one of them, and the whole thing, the backstory that they weren't saying was he had done porn before, oh. gay porn. I think that was Stephen and Trishel. Yeah, wasn't it? That, honestly, was. that would make a lot of sense to me. He has a perfect gay porn look. He's very attractive. <laughs> I mean, he is like he had like the frosted tips like six years too late. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. it's like that was very gay. And they put that hot tub right in the middle of that apartment. Oh man! And oh, they went for wow. it. The, I mean, the setups of the apartment. It's like I know. Yeah, it's like you can fuck over here. You can fuck over here. You can get really drunk here. You can get. <laughs> it's just like how drunk they get them. And also, I don't. You don't still watch it, right? I tried to watch this season. It's so bad. Where are they anymore? What cities are they in? When I saw it, they dropped them in the desert. Oh no! And they oh, had to like no. fight fight their way to the house, and they became Survivor. <sighs> yes. But I will say quickly that explode real world uh, skeletons was really good. They had a house in Chicago and they would bring in people from these people's past who they uh-huh. didn't know were coming. Yeah. And it was just explosive fights and people's oh, like long lost fathers came and yeah. it just really was. And also like, where did they sleep? They didn't have enough beds for that extra person. Right. So I, it raised so many questions in my head. Wow. Did you watch the challenge? 
I watched it and then I fell off. Okay. Because I don't know who these people are anymore. I, is that, well, I mean like in the heyday, did you watch the yeah, challenge? Yeah, I did. Okay, so that to me was like, that hit exactly the perfect time that I think MTV was like hitting their demographic because yeah. I was literally just like 16, 17, 18 years old, just like bored on the weekend watching that show and just... Being a young man, we'll say that. I get wow. that. It was so, they, everyone was so hot. Yeah. They stacked <laughs> those casts with just the hottest people ever. Uh-huh. And and they were just so angry and fighting and yelling and screaming. And you were like, this is what it means to be an adult. I know, right? And, which is crazy. Yeah. And they were just so hot. It was like the hottest, angriest, most fucked up people. And you were like, this is... The, the future yeah that's well, what, what was all, the challenge it's like they real take, world road rules it was they real used world, to take uh, real okay. world and road world pe- real rules people and then they have different delineations like it'd be boys versus girls or like sure, sure, new sure. school versus old school and now they have these people that at one point were just like voted on yeah and so oh. if you watch now it's a bunch of randos what is it called the inferno yeah you get tossed in the inferno and then it's like they fight in these challenges but there's no backstory that I'm committed to. No. But they've been on multiple. Yeah. So these okay. are just people that are now challenge stars. I now feel like I see the same people on all these shows. Like, remember Mike the Miz? Yes, the He Miz. was on all the time. What yeah. was it? Cor- Coral? Johnny Bananas. <laughs> Johnny Bananas. Coral, yes. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, what's, what's his it? name? Oh, with the... Oh, man. <laughs> I, I literally can only describe them as their physical attributes. I, lo- I literally thought of CT as guy with the butt. Oh, oh he, um, his butt was like one of them. Theo of the... is a comedian now, and his specials on Netflix, and it's not <gasps> no. appropriate. Oh no, he's a pranker, if you know what I mean. Not okay. funny. Yeah, not yeah, funny. yeah, not funny. Not Mm-mm. funny. We already we've already established how Janie feels about pranks. <laughs> Don't she do does that. not Don't like do it. Pranks. pranks. You guys, I didn't grow up with cable, so I never watched what? Real World. You didn't grow up with cable. Yes, I I have a whole blind spot in my in my culture. Are there things that you <laughs> caught up with? Yes. Later? Absolutely, like especially when Flavor of Love and I Love New York and I mean yes. Charm School were in right. their heyday. Like I was going to going on business trips with my father, like was tagging along with my dad on business trips, and just staying in the hotel like in the summer. And they would just play as marathons on VH1, and I would just get caught up on the entire season in that. one sitting. We I should w- say there's a staging of that episode of of that oh, Janie yeah, is in. I'm in that. I oh yeah, Pumpkin's mom Terry. Oh my god, I, love I mean it. Born to Play. You must born to play. <laughs> say, tell us exactly when that so is. So this is. Thursday, April, April 28th? 28th. Makes Sounds sense right. to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's a live staging of of um, a Flavor of Live episode where Pumpkin spits in New York yeah, State. Yeah, oh, yeah. iconic and episode. Historic really episode. Fun. It's very silly. There's like uh, comedian and stuff, and I'm really excited for it. Who is and playing it, New York? Um, I don't even remember. Well, they have... Oh, <laughs> here's, here's how they're doing it. They have... Which I think is very smart. They have two people playing oh. each person. One person for confessionals, one person for the actual... <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right, right. Like, okay, that's great. That's I great. love a show that you both are involved in. Broadgate. Live on Broadgate. A live version of Sex and City, which yes. I was thinking of when you said you didn't grow up with cable because uh-huh. you oh, understand Sex and City. Exactly. And that's like you inherently understand the funniness and the silliness and the heart of it. We got DVDs. And so I got caught up through just, you know, I was, I was lagging behind, but then I caught up on my in culture. In college, did you catch up on Sex and the City? No, in high school, like, yeah. like, like early high school, like my friends had the DVDs and we would just sleep over. I would sleep over at her place and then we would just watch all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, did not grow up with culture on cable. <laughs> yeah. So, but rule l- number, I think 55 of culture 
It's on cable. It's on cable. Culture's on cable. And I think I think you need it. And actually, I think for our merch giveaway, um, if w- we're gonna call, you're gonna call in and we're gonna give you cable. Call in and give, and we'll buy we'll buy your cable plan for it's five a years. Yeah, cable plan. But only, it only works for one of you. One and of that's you. The merch we didn't have we merch last episode, but that's no, okay. we didn't. But that's fine. Yeah. Um, but so can I ask you were you a Survivor fan because I feel like Survivor was like the first yeah I was totally on board I was in in love with Elizabeth then Filarski now Hasselbeck and this must have been huge for you to watch her career unbelievable I mean she was America's sweetheart right so funny I remember she was like a Puma shoe designer she was a Puma shoe designer that is correct she went to school in Boston we loved her Boston College so she was just so sweet yeah. and, and like strong and we really liked her because she wasn't talking about politics exactly oh, she, was, nice. she really was just like very earnest like very in it. did you watch it I didn't watch no, cable. alright so it was on cable but was I she, was, she ended up coming in fourth place and she was the last person from her tribe which I actually remember was the Kucha tribe mm-hmm. Kucha mm-hmm. to make it to the end <laughs> and literally it was this thing of even the people that were had the alliance against her didn't really want to vote her off they were like I'm sorry you have to go because we have to make sure that we win but right. like God bless we love you yeah and then she actually stayed in lexicon enough to like become what we now know as elizabeth hasselbeck which is crazy america's demon (laughs) (laughs) she's the worst i mean she's truly the worst i know but i did okay i did like her on the view because she she provided a somewhat uh complex contrarian opinion Mm -hmm. to the liberals on the panel Mm -hmm. and then then they just throw on these idiots now and it's like but we talked about this last year the same problem which was like they just got rid of any sort of intelligent discourse on the show but who is who is that who is that republican that they brought that conservative that they brought on during the reboot nicole Nicole wallace Wallace. she was great great, but now she's on msnbc Mm. every now and then and I just want her to stop talking. Well, really? I actually find her to be like a really, re- really smart, reliable source. Uh, and I actually think she, I, she's very clearly conservative. Yeah, yeah. But I think she provides like helpful input. Sure. And helpful analysis. Yeah. And I just wish that they would have let that be more what she did on The View. But you could tell they kind of yeah. gave her these... I guess you have to be able to talk about everything. I guess. But no, I Maybe think... But I agree with what go. Janie's saying, which is Elizabeth Hasselbeck was someone who was... You didn't agree with her ever, but you. She was so compelling. Yeah, she was compelling. She was yeah. a very, very good presence and a good anchor for that panel. She yeah. definitely is a star. That's She's for sure. Star. I mean, in terms of her personality, like she was since Survivor. Like y- you loved her. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. when it, when it came out that she like believed what she believed, I was disappointed. But yeah. like, I got the sense most of the time when she was on the View. Which, by the way, I mean, I'm sure like. Were you a huge fan of The View? I didn't really watch it that much. So when I, it was the 2008 election, that was the well, the show that I got for my like election coverage. Mm-hmm. I watched, <laughs> I watched The View. Like right. I would come home from my classes because at NYU I, I had like a schedule. It was like 8 a.m. to 10:45 a.m. Oh. and I would run back to campus and flip on The View and eat like a Dunkin' Donuts bagel. And I would w- listen to see what was up with the election. That's all you needed. And honestly, <laughs> you had like Elizabeth Hasselbeck like repping John McCain and Sherry Shepard. Undecided. That's insane. Crazy. It was insane. And then I remember uh, the day after the election, after Obama was elected, she was like, I got in the booth and I had to do it. And I had to turn <laughs> to my son and say, No limitations. And I'm like, Yeah, I mean, Sherry? Yeah, definitely. Sherry, she claimed to be undecided all the way up but until she, she got Obama. in the booth. Yeah. She voted for Obama. Yeah, okay, yeah but she guy. was undecided. Well, she also thought the world, the world was, was flat. flat. She did think the world was flat. And like, honestly, <laughs> honest mistake. Sherry, do you think was the it world is round? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. 
How I would have know? to. I, I would have think to about how research. to feed my children. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh my god, unforgettable. I'm thinking about how to feed my children. That's unforgettable. That's classic television, it's right classic. there. Classic and not on cable. Not, on, not on cable. Not that. Don't judge me. Okay, I'm not. You're judged. Oh, no, I'm not. No, also, see, you're judging. I will me. say that when we were growing up, cable wasn't as important because most so? yeah. things that I got were not on cable. Oh, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. I would. I actually contrarian opinion. Okay, I thought contra. that like everything was on cable a little bit. Well, like, like I was like I like Nickelodeon and all that shit when I was little. See, yeah. I don't know when anyone brings up fucking like all that. Uh, all that I barely watched. I remember watching the Amanda show for the first time at a friend's house and me being like, "Who is that girl? Did she you, has my life. Like I want that life." Yeah, I know. Did she was you great. Read a lot. I read a lot. Mm, um, that, that reads. I drew. I drew a lot. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Um, and then I waste of time. Waste Ugh. of time. Truly did not Gross. enrich anything. No. But then I, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, but I, I feel like my so what substituted what filled that hole for me was Simple Life. I was obsessed I with the Simple, Simple Life. Oh my God, I, I love that. Wasn't shit on too. cable, but it was such good reality Simple TV. Really good. You look at the editing now, yeah. and it's insane. It's right. like boiling. Every yeah. scene is uh, like fifty sound effects. It's so over the so top. So funny. But at the time, we were like, yes, and um. Like Newlyweds was the same. There's like oh. crazy editing in these shows. Oh. I really liked the Newlyweds, and can I tell you which one I really liked was the Ashley Simpson show. In fact, I was a full blown wow. fan. I saw her twice in concert. I like. Oh, you liked her. Oh, I liked her. I didn't wow. know that about you. Oh, I was a big fan. I, I like huge. Like Matt, like, like Matt's I wrote a jokes. I wrote a paper. Oh my God. In high school, after after she was on SNL, <gasps> about how we needed oh to leave her alone because God. I had seen her in concert and she sang live in concert. I guess you're her Chris, Chris Crocker. Crocker. Like All right, so this is this is a little bit. This is so funny. So recently, <laughs> recently I did. This is like eight months ago. I did uh, the Rose to Your Fifteen Year Old Self. Uh-huh. Have you guys both done yes, that? Yes, I've, I've done seen that. it. Okay, you must. It's it's such a fun show. Elias Morales, Elise Morales. and. I wanted to get this picture that I took at the Ashley Simpson concert because Jessica Simpson was there. Okay. And I got a picture with Joe Simpson. (laughs) It's me and Joe Simpson. Their gay father. Their gay dad. And it's too good now. I got this. I have a photo with me in a track jacket. At the and my spiked hair with highlights at the Ashley Simpson concert, and Joe Simpson has his arm around me. How old were you? I was 15, 16, 15, 16. Because this was like height of like like rock pop. It was like all the biggest pop stars were like Kelly Clarkson, um, Ashley Lavigne. Simpson, Avril Lavigne. It was like when the uh, Lindsay yeah. Lohan had a recording it was career. Good Charlotte yeah. it was like rock and, yes. and pop were the same thing. The whole kind yeah. of thing. That was when it wasn't about dance. It was about guitars on pop. Is this yeah. before or after you loved OAR? <laughs> this is this is like like months before. <laughs> is this a call? Back, is this a callback to another episode? It is because yeah. oh everything gosh. happens from mad at concerts. <laughs> Let me tell you, it, does. Does. it it almost did. I it almost did happen With from Joe? Mad at this concert. I mean, I mean, who knows? It's true. But like honestly. That picture would have been so good to show at the oh, bed my roast. Man. And my ex-girlfriend from high school is the only one I could get the picture through. Because oh. it was on someone's O-Photo account, which let that take you back. I didn't even, I didn't even use that. It was like with the way you shared pictures. Because Facebook wasn't a thing. 
and Got there was it. no flicker and there was like nothing there was, there was no like shadow nothing. stock and I was like was? and I literally felt like such an idiot I was like does anyone know the oh photo password <laughs> they were like no I was like alright well this Joe Simpson picture is gonna is just gonna live in the ether somewhere There's but no it is out copy? there somewhere no oh, what no. a shame it just existed in that period of years where it was like you didn't pr- you didn't there were no hard copy pictures yeah. but also Facebook wasn't keeping track of everything so totally. that one's just gone but what a good picture what a good picture you I'm, have to draw it at least oh, <laughs> sit down like draw with my memory i'm sure it's a vivid enough memory oh yeah. man but knowing how gay he became yeah yeah well matt you've joked about going to ashley simpson concerts but you've written no, this i've been sketches. to two i didn't know this was actually your reality no i've written this like beaten to sketches she had I, two tours she had like more than she had like several tours wow let me so this is i went to see ashley simpson post the snl thing which i was watching wow, live you were like wow. there for her i was watching live on with snl i was watching live too yeah, and th- in college on a saturday by the way just so we're clear on what i was doing <laughs> yeah i mean i was i was fully at home on a saturday too listening watching to it and i was like um what just happened i wasn't clear what had happened yeah um but I remember like the next day the scandal came out and when she came out at the end of the show with Jude Law and was like, my band started playing the wrong song. So I did a hoedown. <laughs> so I did a hoedown. And I was like, oh, I, she's so funny. And then like the next day everyone was like, lip sync scandal. I and love like, that. I can't believe And then sh- when, remember when she did the Orange Bowl? And the whole stadium booed her? Yeah. That's really sad. She got yes. it rough. And I did see her in concert not once but twice after that can someone like that live comfortably off residuals like is she okay you think well let me tell you i saw her years later at a bar that i worked at oh yeah this is like in 2000 i guess 2013 or something like a couple years ago i worked at this bar in the financial district and she stumbled in like so drunk and she already been like a mom at this point i'd gone through her divorce with the guy from fallout boy pete wentz pete wentz yeah and um yeah, she didn't look good. She, she, and then yeah. she went in the bathroom for like an hour, which Aww. we can guess what might have happened. But she was like, I was like, I used to pay to see you in concert. I used to like love you. And now you're watching her. Like, and now I'm watching stumble. her like like at like two o'clock in a, in a bar in the financial district, like fall over herself and Ugh. like not know how to get to the bathroom. It was really awful. That's so sad. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I hope she's okay. I hope she's okay too. Sure that family fine. is such a mess. Yeah. Family's a mess. Yep. Who knew that would become what that fam Jessica Simpson that family. was on a red carpet like w- within the past year just was Drunk. totally hammered and it was yeah. funny but I it was it was a little worrisome it was yeah. like oh maybe maybe things aren't going well but there was a time when she, remember when she was like JLo level yeah. there was a time when she was a mogul and now I guess she still has like shoes millions and millions of dollars you know my mom is a hairdresser and she says that the jessica simpson hair extensions are the best in the biz well there you go quality (laughs) megan kelly uses them (gasps) i said i said i said when all the trump and megan kelly shit was going on i'm like i'm sorry the star of the show was not either of them it was the megan kelly jessica simpson hair extensions am i right right. that's right she looks good she looked she looked good and that's what's important (laughs) she looked good (laughs) Uh, I get it. I was on. I was on Megyn Kelly's side. I mean, for for okay. real. Which, like, sure, but like, I guess, like, in that situation, like, what good side was there to be on? But like, Megyn Kelly didn't do anything wrong. Sure. Well, now they're 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 good old pals. Are she's, they? Are they? Has the hatch been buried? She's interviewing him very very soon, and it's supposed to be very cordial and loose or whatever. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly 
bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs Classic Clogs and Sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Las Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night. Night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend Bowen Yang to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Well, that'll be on CTV. I mean, it's sad. We're talking about 2016 and I love it and everything, like 2016, yay. But you talk about the pop culture of the past and you're like, oh, what a fun time we had. I know, (laughs) I know. 
no, it was so fun. It was fun. And now it's like it's like the culture that's like shaking the world right now is Beyonce Lemonade, and it's like, is it fun? No, it's, it's fun. art. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> it's like it's. I wouldn't describe it as fun. I would describe it as actually distinctly scary. Yeah, we're not really going back anytime soon. I feel no. No, I don't think we're going back to fun. At some point. But yeah. not right now. I think right now we're in a n- nightmare pop. Yeah. I, I actually had to cover my eyes a few times during Lemonade. What? I thought something was going to happen. Well, we'll That's, talk about it. That long mm-hmm. scene where they're going down into the basement. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? And like, I don't know, like she'll just randomly cut to like a shot of like some chains hanging from. The, I, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was very scary. It was reminding me of the ring. <laughs> I was oh, like, wow. this is terrifying. But yeah, we'll get to Lemonade because this episode is about Lemonade. But I did, we have to, we must touch on Drag Race. We'll talk about reality TVs. Okay, so Janie is an episode behind, so I guess we're about to. It doesn't matter. I guess we're going to break some news to you. Please. You'll get a live reaction on air. It was was a 90 minute long episode. Yeah, it was long. The challenge was um, the, the yearly balls that they have. Uh-huh. So last season, it wasn't technically a ball, but it was the Hello Kitty challenge. They had to do two looks. Got it. Do a voiceover that described their character. And the season before that, it was the the glitter ball, and then it was the sugar ball. So anyway, so this season's was the book ball in honor of guest judge David Sedaris. Oh, I love him. Amy so, Sedaris was there, too. And Amy amazing. Sedaris was the yeah. other guest judge, and to pay homage to her, they had to stage like a lip sync number to uh, a Jerry Blank-inspired well, Amy Sedaris just sang a new original song about, oh and they were all dressed as Jerry Blank and like did a dance number, and it was it was it was it's for us. It, this it was is so for us. And I said, you put up a status today that was like, "Hi, uh, just so you know, anyone that can't get on board with Drag Race today, they did a Strangers with a Candy Jerry Blank dance. So congratulations on missing out on the best television show That's of all time. The best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I was. We were at a bar with Josh Sharp, and when they broke, when when RuPaul on the show broke that to the girls, she was like, "And you'll." have to do a choreographed lipstick number to uh, a strangers with candy yeah <laughs> we were like we the whole jumped up screamed. in the air and then josh sharp texted me today he goes i will never experience the joy <laughs> of knowing it was cathartic of knowing <laughs> it will be a, a strangers with candy challenge it right was, yeah but anyway so how it went down was they had to do the book ball and they had to do the first look which was baby drag realness mm. it had to tell a story yeah. so like the first one was they kind of came out as like baby versions of themselves and it was like narrated as if it was a book and then the second one was um, that's my mama. That's my realness. mama realness. Where they had to pay homage to their own mothers. Aww. Yeah. And then the third one was um, autobiographical uh, eleganza, uh, extravaganza. Yeah. It was like, uh, and then like you come out like, and he had he had to use all books to make your outfit. Wow. Yeah. So Love defacing books. So. Kimchi. <laughs> I'm on board. Kimchi. Very fair and hyper for you. Yeah. And it was all like RuPaul's books, of course. Like of the whole course. time. Like when they were interviewing the judges, they were all like, the author of this, David Sedaris, That's so funny. the author of this. And RuPaul was Michelle like, Michelle Visage is like, can I book? put my book? The and they're like, rules. No, <laughs> the no rules was no featured. <laughs> was it? Oh. Um, but anyway, Kimchi won. Oh, good for Because she's just like such a artist and there was yeah. a through line in all of her looks yeah and I she mean, was the only the, one to do that of all those queens like that's the person i trust to like make a dress totally yeah, to yeah, do yeah. one of those interesting looks like that well so. naomi smalls looked amazing on the mm. runway too chi chi devane looked incredible chi chi devane they're like, all just great. turned it out her that's my mama look was amazing oh wow and bob had been giving the challenge to go ultra glam uh-huh and i think in, during the construction of his dress his, it fell apart and so he had to go out with a short dress and it, 
so he was in the bottom two with Derek, oh. who tried to like do a little up her makeup, peplum corset. Oh yeah, and then all the girls. Let me were tell like, you, as a woman, peplum's never a good choice. Well, there you go. <laughs> but then all the girls were like, "You need to block your eyebrows. You need to change your eyebrows because oh. that's just making you look like Britney, no matter what." And, and Derek was like, "Okay, fine, but I don't know how to do that." Right, and so they were trying to give her all these tips, but then she ended up looking insane, horrible, good. And then her her drag looks for the runway weren't even didn't even make sense for her that for her baby drag realness she came out dressed as Ariel like that's not a baby it's and then baby. it was so clear and then the lip sync was between Bob and, and Derek. Derek and Bob sent Derek right oh home. thank you I know Derek was coasting Ugh. but then there was like an emotional moment at the end where Bob turns to Derek and was like I respect this person I Bob think- has been such a star this whole time I like know. really star. every single challenge proven what kind of star and so you said before we got to the air that you kind of you're very disenchanted with the show because thorgy is gone yeah i love thorgy yeah. Yeah. i just like when i saw Derek's day and thorgy leave i was upset i right. know that that was not a great episode for for thorgy for thorgy and like i i get it i get it but yeah. you know you know what if thorgy had stayed on for this challenge mm. it would have been very intense for her to do her mo- her, her, her mother her mother passed away yeah. so that would have been, oh, been really wow. hard Honestly, I bet the producers were kind of banking on some of that because yeah. they always do that. They have like one part that's emotional in the episode. It's so. all very convenient. Oh yeah, I mean everyone got a sob story this episode. There oh, were several. Yeah. Uh, there were several instances in this the episode. The sob where, stories are always so incredible on that show. I mean, this one was exceptional. Okay. Naomi has a great moment. Wow. Bob has a Bob great has a great moment. Wow. Which okay. you never see that. No, Kim has a great. Like, they yeah. all have. It was all great. moments. I can't wait to watch it. You it's must. been really a great good. season. I don't mean to, oh, to... so great. I just, when it was up, and then I've been, I have to watch them online, and then it was up Same. at like, you know, 2 a.m., and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I'll wait. Yeah. will conk out. Okay. But, but great episode. And the top think, four. The top four is the awesome. best top four of all time. And they're all top four. people of color. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. Three. And all really different. All very different. Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. I think it's a true toss up. Like, I obviously have my allegiances to Bob, but what I was saying today was I would be th- kind of thrilled to see Chi Chi win. Or I Kim. love Chi Chi. Yeah, you know, I love them all. Them. They're all great. I think Kim is like so set. Mm-hmm. I think Kim is like set for life, and I really think Bob is set for life. I think Chi Chi winning would like change her whole Everything. life. That's true. And she I think needs the money. therefore. I might be pulling for her just because I know that Bob and Kim are fine. Yeah. It's, it, it's like a true earned underdog narrative where it's like, no, like you have grown so much. Yeah. You deserve this. You, you, you've exceeded everyone's expectations yeah. of you. Like you deserve this. Totally. Uh, well, anyway, um, speaking season. of us deserving season. this. Oh my oh, God. Um, let me tell you, um, where were you when okay. Lemonade happened to you? I was uh, at a show at uh, the Annoyance Theater, and then immediately when it got out, I ran to Vanessa's Dumplings, got a to-go <laughs> order, took an Uber home. He did not stay to eat the dumplings. Did not stay to he eat the dumplings. Take dumplings them to go, to go. Take them to go. I pulled out my... And the reception at Vanessa's was not good, and I kept trying to download my HBO Now app. Uh, kept trying to log in. On mobile, using your data, On mobile, use... Oh, my God. What sacrifices I made. Sacrifices. So then when I got in the car, I finally loaded it up, and I watched about half of it in the car. Not half of it. Like oh, wow. 20 minutes of it in the wow. car. Got out, ran up to my apartment. My roommate was using the TV. I said, Mike, I have to watch this. You, it's really important that I watch this. And he understood. He obliged. And then I watched the whole thing. Did he watch with you? He watched parts of it with me. And then he left And then he left to go to his girlfriend's house. But I was... And I filled him in. I was like, well, so far, the, the, the narrative is that she's been... You know, Jay-Z's cheated on her. And, wow. and he was like, wow. And so then we watched. And then right at the point where she's sort of starting to 
forgive him was when my roommate was like, hmm, it kind of takes the bite out of the message of, of uh, well, fuck you for cheating on me if you're going back to him. And I was like, no. I was like, Mike, don't don't say that yet. Like, let's just, like, let me just finish this. Finish and then it. by the end of it, I had so many conflicting emotions. So Same. anyway, that, that was where I was. What about you? Well, funnily enough, I was um, at a Tanya Harding Nancy Kerrigan Museum <gasps> oh. dedicated to the Olsen twins at this point, doing a <laughs> candlelighting ceremony, channeling... Um, Shirley McLean to bring back her past lives. Oh my god! So everyone was. I mean, yes, doing that, culture. Right? Wait, the <laughs> the guy who runs that, Matt Harkins. Matt Harkins, his like cousin, her sister in law works at my office, and she. Oh no way! Is very sweet, but she will not stop talking about the Tanya Harding. Nancy so Kerrigan. if you're listening to this pod in the next week and a half, mm-hmm. it's in Brooklyn. It's phenomenal. I and gotta it's, go. It's, it's now just for the, for the Olsen twins. Yes, yeah. I want to really see the Nancy fi- Kerrigan stuff. So that stuff still exists, but it was in their hallway in their apartment. And so now this, they've rented out a really crappy pediatric medical center that <laughs> makes it so funny because you go in and it's like a museum with gorgeous art. This woman, I think her name is Laura Collins. She paints the Olsen twins, Lisa Vanderpump, like these stars covering their faces mm-hmm. and they're gorgeous paintings and they go for like 900 bucks and people are buying them. Sure. Like they're actually have, running an art gallery right now Great. and there's installations and it, they're the funniest. So they go through and they show you and they're, they're such charismatic, wonderful people. So it's a great experience. Oh my God, that's great. Um, and they're not doing it for money. Like they're just taking dollar donations if you have it. But oh, it's like it. all about just wanting to make it. And it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I was there. They had me do like a candlelighting ceremony to like rid the place <laughs> of haters and toxins and so forth. <laughs> and we watched Shirley MacLaine videos in the dark. Oh, and you so were doing your own art at the time. I was doing art. Yeah. It was just like the three of us. Like there was like yeah. no one there. Uh-huh. So then when I knew Lemonade was coming, I was like, I have to go home. But like I'm here and I'm like in the moment. So what do I do? I went home and I found out that my roommate was having people over. It was very loud. There was drinking. Oh, and hmm. so I was trying to watch Lemonade and it was just like not right. And then when they left, I sat down and I watched it and um, I feel like I was a little bit shaken and I was also, the text had already come in with like the stuff. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it was, I was already, sh- my perceptions were shaped before. Sure. I and are you, say, you're, 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 you're sad about that? A little bit. Yeah. I kind of think I love the way that it felt like a tune in experience, which we don't have that much anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And like all of our friends were going to be watching at the same time and talking about it and we were going to share it. And so mm-hmm. I was like a little sad that I had it on delay and a little sad that people experienced it before me and like already kind of like telling me I know how to how feel to a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not anyone's fault, but I, it was my fault because I had planned the, uh, I mean, I had to do the candlelight. Sure. Yes, you must. There's you no must true. There's no true appointment television anymore. It's true. But anyway, Where Matt, what you? about you? Well, I I literally cleared the night. Wow. I was like, Smart. We're gonna do this mm-hmm. I, because I I just remembered what Beyonce the album was to me, and I'm yeah. like, the fact that this could potentially be happening again, I was like, this could be. Like the music that satiates me for like another two years. Another two years. I know. So like, let's do it. And let me tell you, I. Within within fifteen seconds, I knew this is this was good. Mm-hmm. That like amazing um, first verse of "Pray You Catch Me," yeah. which like goes on so long and like doesn't necessarily have like a repetitive like pattern. I was like, "This is amazing." Henry was. I was like, I turned to him. I was like, "Is this amazing?" He's like, "Yeah, this is amazing." Yeah. And like uh, every song was so good. And when it became clear that it was about that. Woof! I know. I mean, I I thought she surprised us so many times, but this was culture. <laughs> now here's my culturista. Question. Culturista. And you brought up a little bit. Uh-huh. I don't know if we want to wait to get into it, but I want to just well, ask you. Let's dive into it. Let's go. 
there are the truthers who believe that mm. this is all PR, that he didn't even, maybe he didn't even cheat, or that this was all mm. a constructed story, and that he's the proof being one that he's making money off title. Mm-hmm. So this whole thing is about him and how bad he is, sure. and then you go download the album on his, on his service, service, and right. he makes money. And then the other thing being that, like, it just was so perfectly crafted that, and then she forgives him in the end, like, is that all somewhat constructed? I think that there's a lot of assumptions about the timeline of, of when she went through this. I think it's mm. possible that she could have gone through this years ago. True. You know what yeah. I mean? She might not have known how to talk about something like this until much later. We don't know if, she, if he cheated on her in 2006 or 2014. We don't know if it's related to the Solange punching incident. And I Rachel mean, Roy specifically. Right. And like, who knows anything? We don't know. Yeah. But the thing is like, in regards to whether or not she actually went through it or whether or not it's, it's her actual experience, here's my perspective on it. We're like making that important. Mm. Why is that important? The art that she made or whoever was a part of making it, it's incredible. Yeah. And like, they, we didn't need to ha- used to justify like we didn't need to know what Janis Joplin went through to to get peace right, of my heart. Right. Exactly, you know what I yeah, mean. Like yeah. I just it's this thing now where because someone's a celebrity, which if you're gonna put out music, movies, be on television, whatever, you're gonna be a celebrity. It's like because that's true, we have to like th- this has to be a hundred percent fact. Yeah. Why does there have to be a purity test? Right. Or like why does it have to like there's authenticity is such a sh- stupid irrelevant concept when it comes to something like this like it's i i think i mean if we're talking about it whether or not it's autobiographical i think it's still so good Mm -hmm. and it's still so true to i don't know like that that journey of like forgiveness or whatever and some people say that it's equally about tina knowles right about how beyonce's father Right. Cheated on her. And just what she's seeing big picture, like the whole history of mm-hmm. experience of being a black woman in America. And it's not just about her. And in the end, it's much bigger picture. Right. Right. So maybe it doesn't matter. Like you guys are saying, if it's strictly true or biographical, yeah. Yeah. it could also just be a piece of art that we can take as a story and as extremely compelling totally. and beautiful. And I think the fact that we're having this discussion means that it is so personal and mm-hmm. so it's so well executed yeah. and it's performed so well right She's that so the fact that we're it. debating it to this extent means that it succeeded on yeah. every level and i think that it's shrewd of her to use her actual husband in the video and to show clips of her father and her as a child mm. because she knows that everyone knows who they are mm-hmm. she knows that this is for people that get the narrative or think that they could get the narrative and it's just driving this thing home and actually like I, be- I believe in and enjoy it either way because I believe as much as it's about her, mm-hmm. it's also about the experience of, and I-, I obviously can't speak to this and none of us can speak to this, but I feel that Lemonade is about the experience of being a black woman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's why I think it's so great that it ends with formation. Yeah, She's like, I've been through all this stuff. Many of us have been through all this stuff and we're still going to go on and become and be soldiers yeah. and, be, and we're going to be proud and we're going to get in formation. Yeah. And it's just like, it's about the experience of being someone that's always tossed aside as even by the men in their lives. Mm-hmm. And that's something very unique to her perspective. And 
I don't, it doesn't matter to me whether it's 100% factual sure. or not. And I think she, yeah, she succeeded in sort of underlining her thesis. Uh, I'm, I'm, God, I'm using such obnoxious language. But I feel like she was just trying to make a statement on how, uh, like, misogyny and racism are at their most, like, powerful, even in the intimacies of a marriage. Yeah. And right, that, like, right. And that's it. Like all those 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 Malcolm X quotes were all just like super super relevant and poignant. And I think um God yeah I think it's 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 such a good piece of work. It really is. Anyway, like this is the girl who was bootylicious. That's what's and so the fact nuts. that she's become this it's crazy. in such a short amount of time. Yeah, and yeah. not to diminish the value of those amazing songs that she did before Beyonce, oh, which so really great. was a turning point. Yeah, and that visual album. I mean, I lost my damn yep. come on. mind. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm still not okay. No. I'm still recovering. I mean, that was, I think that was truly, that w- that album was about something entirely different too, because sure. it was about really more sexuality and owning yeah. what sexuality have, really isn't it is. It's so funny. I was just telling my best, you were talking about Beyonce, and we're like, we were just debating whether she can have sex with her husband. Like, the mm-hmm. debate last yeah. album was like, is she a feminist if she has sex? And it feels like that was so long ago. That was two years ago. It's like crazy how much we were holding her under that scrutiny. And now it's a whole different thing. It's always going to be something else, but she keeps evolving so quickly. It's so exciting. Yeah. It's so funny because people like Piers Morgan, do you see what he said? Oh my God. He's literally mad at her for having, because she has thoughts and opinions about the fact that she is black. Or specifically, like, he like, was mad about uh, how she exploited all these mothers of these, of these dead. He's like, the as dumbest. If, Why is he still so, on TV? Oh, exploiting the situation is literally what he does to everything. To everything. Yeah. Like, he's a commentator. He's a talking head. He exploits everything for his own personal gain. <sighs> Who is he to talk? He's an idiot. Total idiot. What is he doing? Crazy. Crazy. honestly, like... To speak to something that like he's not intellectually or creatively capable of doing in any way. I know. <laughs> like, uh, I know. Yeah, he's he's the worst. That sucks. And like, uh, just everyone's. It just brings me back to the whole Super Bowl thing of hers. Like, oh sheesh, ah, what a hypocrite. <gasps> oh like, my god, wait a so minute. Nuts. Can I tell you guys a story? I don't even think I, I don't even think I told you this. What we were doing a story pirate show at SiriusXM, and we were in this waiting area. Like you know, they they put, they put you back into this area with like some food and like and stuff. And so then, Bowen and I are in are in. A, we do shows for kids and we do shows on the radio. So we went to Sirius XM mm-hmm. and there's like a little uh, green room, like a green room where people sit before they do the shows and they right. go on air for Sirius. And there's a giant TV and on the TV was TMZ and then there's a there's a gentleman sitting on the on the chair next to us mm-hmm. and he's just like on his phone and he's this very stylish guy. And then I look at him and I recognize him. Like I'm like I've seen him somewhere. And then I look, I turn it. And then on the TV on TMZ is this is right after the Super Bowl. They're talking about oh is Beyonce uh, anti police or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then this guy is just kind of like shaking his head. <laughs> and then it and then right at that moment it clicks. He's the guy in the XO video who's on the <gasps> roller coaster with her, and he's Beyonce's stylist. Wow. So I recognized him and I go, hi, are you? And then I, at first I did some very sneaky Googling. Oh, of like, course I, you must. I was like, I need to get his name. Yeah. Like, I can't so just good. be like, are you Beyonce's stylist? I just wanted to like pay him the, the decency to like Have call him by name. <laughs> so I was like, are you? And I forget, I forget his name. I'm so sorry, you guys. But then I was like, are you this and this and that? And he goes, oh yeah. And I go, so you're Beyonce's stylist? And he's like, mm-hmm. And then everyone in the room, like all the other story pirates are like, what? And like right as this fucking That's missive so against Beyonce was being aired on TV. And I was like, what do you think about this? And he was like, he was like, it's nuts. Like, it's it's not like, <laughs> like he styled those women. He styled yeah, all those dancers. Yeah, yeah. He, was like, he was like, it's, 
it's a reference that's not a stim- like he was like I forgot what he said exactly yeah. but he was just like he didn't put too many words to it either he was just like he just didn't care he was like no it's just ridiculous everyone's blowing this out of that's proportion that's so funny and he was there for a show like upstairs and I was I was really starstruck. I was like, "You're in the fucking Yuxo video." I mean, also her style is her style. I know. Come on, that's crazy. He's a culturista. culturista. Is, he's culturista. <laughs> I think what I, what inspired me first of all about both Super Bowl performances for her was like, look how hard you can work and be so talented, and you can do anything. Like yes. you yeah. will nail it. She. Yeah. Those are such. Ins- when I need inspiration, I watch those and I'm oh, like, I can do it, even absolutely. though I can't. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you can. You can, Jamie. The there's gonna, you're, you're gonna like literally your silhouette's gonna light up and fire one day at the Super Bowl. Do you know that that is what I picture when I have to walk into a room that's high pressure? And I also (sighs) walk around like that. I notice my stance is constantly I'm like jaunty on the hip with the the hands. Do you you stomp the runway on the streets of New York? Oh, I stomp. Yeah, I stomp the runway uh, quite a bit actually. Quite a bit. I I, I do what, 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 was it Chi Chi who said that? I did a figure eight on them gurus. She walks puddles around them gurus. Walks puddles around them gurus. But here's Carrie Bradshaw. I strut? I'm a strutter? Uh, Oh, shut up, Carrie. You know exactly um, <laughs> what you're doing. No, I mean, you but must be that. I I know. Yeah. I just, well, she, so she doesn't she doesn't play down her intelligence or creativity for other people. No. She's going to come out and do what's right for her as an artist and she's not going to worry as far as I understand about the idiots who are going to misinterpret totally. things like right. lemonade is hard to interpret. And if you go through the lyrics of the song, they're loaded with meaning and mm-hmm. the poetry, she's poetry. Oh my God. Like that's way more. It's, she, it's a commercial release with lemonade in times square and yeah, go to HBO right. and it's free for everyone, but she's not going to dumb it down. She's totally. going to make us come to her level. And I'm so impressed by that. Yeah. And I'll, this is something that I've been thinking about for a few days. And like, I would really encourage everyone to truly look herself in the face and ask yourself this question. Everyone who says, well, she's not writing those songs. She's not creatively involved in that. I want everyone to actually think how much of the reason you're saying that is because she's a black woman. I know. How much of your inherent bias Uh that you don't even realize is coming out because she's a black woman who talks with maybe a Southern accent who like maybe presents herself in a certain way, how much of your bias is causing you to say, well, she can't possibly be creative. Someone, I saw some idiot, and I don't know how I'm Facebook friends with him, post right after Lemonade came out, oh, well, Beyonce came out with a great new album. We'll listen to her open her mouth and speak. And, <laughs> and then he like commented on, on his own fucking status. Like, um, uh, yeah, uh, she has three thoughts in her head uh total or something like just okay. it's like you know what kanye does this album no one says that. exactly no. everyone else does this album even taylor swift like yeah. she yeah. she's in control of her product and wow what an amazing young songwriter can't believe how young she is can't oh believe how God. in control of it's her brand crazy. she is when it's beyonce it's like despite you know people spreading rumors about you know her poaching material or whatever blah 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 whoever like everyone's a genius and has the intel everyone has the scoop but like you're saying this about really only her and like the only other woman in the industry who i can think of that people talk about that way is who's on that level is rihanna rihanna she well she obviously doesn't write anything she doesn't do anything blah 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 and it's just like you wouldn't say this about it's really loaded. Also, Beyonce is the hardest working woman oh in God. entertainment. I mean, there's no question about it. And yeah. she and when Beyonce came, when her last album came out, she put out this series of like just these little confessional interviews that were really nice. And she 
just she was just so good in them and she's just talking about making the album and she's just so so articulate and intelligent and it's like no you guys are choosing you guys are seeing what you want to see in that like oh well she's just dumb like which also, doesn't even lets, it's not she even lets relevant the work speak for herself exactly. i think like sometimes her, her interviews from the past haven't been great but mm-hmm. the work like really pops and says so much more Ugh. and some people just also like aren't interview people yeah totally. i just think she doesn't feel comfortable doing that that's okay and like i think if you actually look like i remember years ago when when she, i think she was on like a promotional tour for maybe it was like uh, B day, mm-hmm. and it was after that, and like her her clothing line was coming out, or Tina knows the clothing line was coming out. She was on all the talk shows with her mother. Yeah, you know, she. Ugh. I just think she genuinely might not be that comfortable doing that. I remember years ago in the start of her career, they were trying to have her host like the VMAs red carpet and shit. It didn't seem oh, right. Yeah. It didn't seem like yeah. she should be doing. But like, and she looked. She so had nervous. a crazy manager that was her father that she eventually dumped which is her decision. Mm-hmm. And like, I just don't know how much wool do you think is being pulled over your eyes? Like, is everything a conspiracy nowadays? I know. I don't <laughs> That's know. So well, like, I don't know. I, I see a lot of similarities between her as someone who doesn't like the press, but as a hard worker with another female figure, but we won't talk we about it. We won't talk that. about it. I know what you're talking <laughs> you about. You know what I'm talking about. I, do. I don't. And what are we talking We're about? We're talking about Hillary. It's oh, been sure. a big God. week for women and a big week for women haters. Let's give it Let's up for the Let's give it up for women haters. haters. Hillary, I mean, yeah. Hillary was on a podcast off message on Politico, and it was such a good pot. She's, she's so, this is the most relaxed I've ever heard her. Mm-hmm. And she was just like being real. She was like, listen, I'm not a good I'm not good at campaigning yeah. no. because I don't like to do it. And meanwhile, my like Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, it, she goes, they're so good at it because it's like music to them. Like they love to do it. Yeah. They love to campaign and get people together. And, t- and and then she goes, and this is so important. And I'm sorry we're on this Hillary tangent, but no, she goes, I don't care. But she goes, um, for the longest time, she says, for the longest time, I had trouble saying the say, making I statements. Mm. She, she had trouble mm-hmm. making things like I want your I want you to vote for me. She would only ever talk. She was like I for the longest time I would only ever talk in terms of we, in terms of us, in mm. terms of, or I could, I have no problem talking about he, she, it, us, whatever. But she had such a hard time like making it about her mm-hmm. because that's just what she, she internalizes that over years and years and years of being a woman who's uh, constantly scrutinized. Like she's not good at this because she doesn't care for it because it's not that important in the it's end. not right. natural yeah right the campaigning is not natural it's not it, if it is you're very close to an egomania yeah look at the people who are great campaigners not brock my love but love i mean brock. we're talking about like john edwards and these like real right? creeps i mean these are like these people who can go up and command a room and speak but they're also kind of uh narcissists. Shady. think yeah. about the kind of people that go for that yeah i mean yeah. you know what i mean and you know Hillary being at the level that she is is a big symptom of her being closely related to someone that was good at that. I think it was late in her life that she maybe thought maybe I want to run for office or actually be president of the United States. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure that before being first lady, she was thinking that way. No. I mean, this isn't some bullshit house of cards scenario, no, I don't I think, which people really wanted to make it into that. But it's like, 
how much are you going to believe that everything is a conspiracy until you drive yourself fucking crazy? It's true. Yeah. It's true. Same with the Beyonce stuff. It is. It's, and like, it's like you're threatened by someone who doesn't fit your idea of power, obtaining power, and you have to create another story around how they got there. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's like, it's, it's like, so you're saying, so what people are saying is that literally nothing that comes out of her mouth is genuine. Right. Why do you think she wants to be president? Also, she does carry hot sauce in her fucking bag. <laughs> That is true. Yeah, there's a lot of contra- like. Why are we even talking about? <laughs> we don't have to talk. Not about not us. I mean, just like why are people yeah, 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 yeah. upset about that? I mean, uh, well, I mean, the rest of that interview that she that she uh, did for that for that quote was like some host was like calling her out. They were like, "Well, aren't you? Are you trying to pander to black voters?" And she was like, "Well, is it working?" Like she was nervous and. I don't know. She like like again. She's not good at campaigning. I mean, again, God forbid she make any joke too. I mean, it's like exactly. it's like all of a sudden like Joe Biden's the only politician who can have a sense of humor nowadays. Like, it's so like, true. It's it's just like ridiculous. Shut up again. I <laughs> I just want to tell everyone that's like talking shit about her to shut up. Like, just shut up. You can support Bernie without dragging. You her. really that's can, and you look so stupid. And I'm I'm honestly, it makes me so mad to this point because now everyone posting these Bernie statuses, you're you're none of you are succeeding in Ugh. doing it without dragging Hillary, and you don't really have that good of a reason. You're not backed up. I know, and you're and it's it's crazy, and it's gotten so ugly. Like shut. Also, up. Bernie voted in uh, the prison bill that the Clintons pushed through Congress. Anyway, I um, wonder if Hillary. And will Beyonce come out for Hillary? I heard she that they did. were she threw, party she for threw her. a fundraiser for her last year. Oh, I didn't year. know that. Yeah, but it was private. It I was, heard they were like recorded. There was a video that was taped of them that exists in the world. Oh. Maybe she'll wait till it's closer till the election. To the general. But yeah, sure, sure, sure. Maybe. I mean, I, I always. I mean, Taylor Swift could never come out and support a candidate because I think no, she's got no, so no. many she has widespread so many, fans. Yeah. If she were to come out and say she didn't support Trump, I'm but sure she'd lose 40% of But here's my reason why you shouldn't vote for Trump. Like, whatever. Politics aside, <laughs> okay. look at your what supporters. You have Aaron Carter. Like, who else? I mean, it's just like gross people like that. Gross yeah, people. there was there was other ones There's too. There's another I mean, one. Um, I forget. But I mean, wanna... fucking Azalea Banks, who had a lot to Azalea say this Banks week. Azalea Banks is voting for Donald Trump. Oh, good. But yeah. she's also doing it for like burn the world reasons. But like, yeah. Okay, then fun. We're having fun with that. (laughs) Yeah, she's fun. Omarosa. Omarosa. But I do love Omarosa. You gotta. There's the classic interview of Omarosa and Wendy Williams. You ever seen that interview? When Omarosa went on Wendy, ooh, that was the shade. That was the shade tree. Called everything (laughs) that. Oh, the shade tree. R.I.P. That was the shade tree. I'm the the Lorax calling it out. Uh, I'm saying we need the shade tree to live, and where is it? Thank you, shade Lorax. I need another shade. The shade Lorax. I speak for the shade tree. (laughs) (laughs) We need. um, uh, What was. Oh, Wendy Williams talking about her. What a moment for her when that video came back of her uh, actually talking about all the Jay-Z, Beyonce stuff and being extremely accurate. She, what did she after, say? After the elevator, she was like, here's exactly what happened. And she talked about how at the Met Gala uh, that Solange saw Jay-Z with Rachel and was very upset. And the reason why they were in the elevator is because, and she didn't do it, Beyonce didn't move, is because Beyonce knew that there was a camera, was a camera and that Solange was right and oh didn't want to intervene. And she called the whole thing. She said literally, like, shot for shot, here's why this is Bravo happening. Bravo, Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. She was, she's our Nancy Drew. She's our Nancy she's Drew. She's our Nancy Drew. And then that's Beyonce incredible. got in the car with Solange and not Jay. And she did. Yeah, that's yeah. a great video. Oh, a little face. She's just like, oh. Rachel Roy. I had to design... Um, uh, I work at this company that sells home furnishings and we get a lot of these partnerships with like 
fucking cannon fodder celebrities. Um, <laughs> but Rachel Roy was one of them, and and we did a we did an office makeover for her, and oh, I had wow. to design to design like. The, the hero. So you the designed web spots for them to fuck. So I designed. This is all your oh, fault. I didn't design. Yeah, I'm the dropping, architect of the affair. I'm dropping no this culture <laughs> news brief. Bowen Yang is Team Rachel Roy. Is Team Rachel Roy? I'm Team Rachel Ray. Well, I'm Team Rachel Ray too. Honestly, I want. I want like a big. That beehive is not as smart as they should be. But I think it's her. karmically. It's it's so satisfying because it's Rachel so Ray. Famous. Rachel Ray is apparently a monster. I've heard that too. Yeah. The I Rachel Ray monster. I believe that Kelly Ripa's a monster. I love Kelly. I Ripa. love her. And Can I, I tell you something? Okay. I've heard some shady shit about um, Kelly Ripa. Have you? I yes. some, my my sister worked on that show, mm. and she says that she's amazing. And she well, she wasn't like she was amazing, but she was like, yeah, Kelly Ripper is very nice. You know what? Maybe she's very nice. I heard. I don't know. I heard an account Ooh, from an my account. from my an aunt. <laughs> this is a fun story. My aunt, my uh, my aunt and uncle have a good a bit of money, okay, and they smart. their daughter raced horses. <laughs> she was like an equestrian, yeah. oh. so she trained um, at this I guess equestrian school. And they got, were getting ready for like the competition. Oh, you were telling you, you told and me this so, story. And so, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly Ripa's daughter also races horses, darling. Oh, good. And so, like, I guess they were two competing horse schools. Sure. <laughs> and horse so, schools. like, yep. Yep, the yep. all the moms are there watching like the meet or whatever. I guess it's like what is it? The Derby. Let's call it the Derby. The derby. That's probably the right word <laughs> yeah, for it, right? Derby. You know the Derby. The horse By the way, we forgot to say we're wearing some brim hats. <gasps> Speaking of Derby, Janie looks stunning in her. Thank hat. you so much. Yeah. It's, my head is so big that it's just like <laughs> a thimble on a. Ball. <laughs> it would be a, it would be, it would be a wrong thing if like it looked good because we're wearing we all look ridiculous. Too. We, look we all look stupid. Anyway, um, <laughs> at the derby, my my uh, cousin went to go and her horse went to go jump over like a hurdle, which is part of it, and the horse didn't make it over the hurdle, and my cousin got thrown from the horse and like for a second was like kind of unconscious. This is just like the simple life. Just yeah. the simple life. <laughs> oh my God, this is exactly the and the life. Olsen twins on that yes. one episode of Full House. <laughs> yes, it, is. it all comes back around. <laughs> all all comes let's go, Teresa. <laughs> so basically, like Christina, my cousin, was thrown from the horse and like hit her head and was like, oh, I guess unconscious for oh a minute. God. And of course, my aunt is freaked out. And Kelly Ripa apparently made like a bitchy comment about that's why you don't train at like Wildwood or something. Ooh. I made up the name, but like. My aunt apparently shade turned tree around. Is shade tree is blowing in the wind. <laughs> but like, honestly, my aunt apparently turned around and gave her the business about like her body. <laughs> like, you're too oh. thin, oh. or something. Like, it like went for like in a way that like those women would really not want to become. For when in doubt, attack a woman. <laughs> when in doubt, attack a woman's <laughs> physique. You, you look disgusting. You look thin. Oh my god, um, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, that's what I heard about Kelly Ripa. But also, she did appear to be very cool. Did you see like her address today? This yeah, morning, she like went great. on. She went on, and like they gave her like a oh, good, good solid five minutes to address the audience. And oh, wow. she seemed very cool. She was There's very certain, cool about like, it. couples that I keep in mind, hetero couples that I love to just, like, have them back Consuelo. my head. Consuelos. Consuelos. And, <laughs> and Ripa. Was that, like, offensive? I mean, like, no. I don't know. You guys did it. I, <laughs> I did it, and I committed to it. Bowen's like, I don't know. You did it. it just, that's, it's on you to figure out. I mean, out I've, I I'm fine with followed it. what you did. Just kidding. We're all going down. <laughs> Today, together. I did an improv show for uh, little kids, and I did I, what could potentially be, like, an offensive Latin accent, but, like, <sighs> it's fine. It's but fun. they ate it up. They ate it. They <laughs> loved it. Wow. I've done, but, it on, I've done that accent on the UCB stage, too, and it was fine. I played, like, a European Bond villain. And uh-huh. I did like a Latin accent oh, and it fine. was fine. No one said anything to me. But honestly, the whatever, I'm just going to say this. Come for me, culturistas. <gasps> but the, the only accents I'm good at are ones that I'm not allowed to do. 
Yeah. That's, that's I can't do like any of the accents that do them all right now. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Matt's lot in life. That's my Dad. lot in life. I mean, I do them to Bowen. He's like, okay, so the thing is like, you should never ever do that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I mean, what a curse. I grew up on Long Island where everything was offensive and everything was also okay. <laughs> so it's like, now I'm learning. You live in that gray area. You know, yeah, I live in that gray area. But um, anyway, guys, what's the favorite track on Beyond, on Lemonade? Here we go. Oh, you know what? I just want to, I just want to link Hillary and Beyonce one more time. Please. Okay. Both please. stayed with their husbands, uh, you know, after infidelity. Yes, they did. So, and that's tough for me. It's tough for me too. Because I, you, we, can I say something? Please. During Sandcastles yeah. in, in Lemonade in the film, I was, great song. Sh- great song. I was shocked when they cut to Jay-Z. It was shocking. It was maybe not earned. Because I'm going to say. That's what I'm saying. Like, up until that point in the film, and I get, I get that that song was like the inflection point in the in the story. But I feel like up until that point in the film, it was all about a woman's journey to through like these very Kubler Rossian stages of grief yeah. and acceptance or whatever. Yeah, I'm looking through the track list right now to, to see what kind of precedes that. Yep. And uh, it's love drought. Love Drought. Which is an amazing song. Yeah, I mean. I'll get to that later. But um, So it's Daddy Lessons. So I feel like Daddy Lessons. So you have the whole first five songs, which are like pretty angry. Yeah. Like, and you, it sets a tone. And then Daddy Lessons is like, well, let me look actually at my life and like how, how things have shaken out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I see what my father's done to my mother. And maybe I married into the same thing. And I just, I, I feel like that's kind of where it's going. Love Drought. What is that song about? It's, um, it's, it's like... It's like, I know you're lying, but why? Because you and I can move, we can move a mountain. We can calm, calm a war down. We can make it rain on this love drought. Like the right. lyrics are excellent. Um, but I mean, yeah. So Sandcastles is like the turning point in the, in the movie. And for me, yeah, it was unearned what Janie said. Like it was just, it was all about, and I guess it's placed well. Like I don't begrudge it of that. I just, I don't think Jay-Z should have been in it at all. I agree. Cause it's about a woman's journey. It's in, but he's part of her journey. He's a huge part of her journey. I and I, I actually, this is where I'm going to take a contrarian stance. I'm going to say, you know, this is about her first and foremost, but he is a part of her. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's, it's up to her. It's, she is empowered to make the choice to forgive. And I think that she, that, uh, that in and of itself is really hard. Yeah. And yeah. I think, yes. Yeah, and again, another brave thing about Lemonade is it opens her up to that criticism. It's I just like, love that we're talking about this in the first too. place. Yeah. And that's why it's so great. It's because, you know, everyone has an opinion on what you do in that yeah. situation. You yeah. either stand by your man or you fucking book it. And it's like, this, it is interesting to think about in, in the lens of Hillary because there's those people like Carly Fiorina and other idiots that are like, listen, if Bill Clinton did what did that to me, I would have left him a long time ago. That's why you can't trust her. What she she's fucked up and can't make decisions for herself. And then those people, it was like mid to late nineties, mind you, where it was very stand by your man. And honestly, she's damned if she does, and she's damned if she doesn't. Yep. Yeah, it's true. And. With everything in her life, but especially that. And now to think about this with Beyonce, yeah, we can be upset. We can be mad. And I'm happy that we're angry at Jay-Z and not Rachel Roy, because let's be mad at him. Yeah. Team Rachel Roy. I know. Team Rachel Roy Bowen. (laughs) Go out by an expensive skirt. There you go. But the thing is, like, she's opened her up to herself up to this criticism. And it, that's, that's, that's brave. I mean, no, it's truly really brave. I'm not using that word. Yeah, it always sounds sarcastic now yeah. because we've just ruined it. But <laughs> also, I just want to say one more thing about the Hillary thing because I think another way to look 
at her is to actually look at her supporters, her her really ardent supporters mm-hmm. in government. Um, there's an Gillibrand. interview with Kirsten Gillibrand that James Fulta posted and then I reposted, and this is really a good interview. Go. This yeah, is it's like great. it's, great. it's like an, an, a little, maybe it's an hour. And she gets really emotional several times throughout the interview, and she's really in Hillary's corner, mm-hmm. and it feels so genuine. And this is someone that knows her, and I would just encourage people to kind of like check that out, like I, because mm-hmm. like like I I really think we're at a point now where we're refusing to educate ourselves. I know. Or just see if what one the other more person is. says to me. I'd vote for Elizabeth Warren. I'm going to slap somebody. <laughs> Here's the thing. Elizabeth Warren does not want to be president. She's not running She will for never president. run for no. president. And she w- this delusion people have that she's going to be chosen as the VP, let happen. it go. She, If she wanted to be in the White House, she would have made that decision. She's not going to put herself in a place where she's a heartbeat away from the White House if she doesn't want to be president. And yeah. it's, a, it's a very telling choice of her not to endorse either candidate. Yeah, I think so too. She would have she would have endorsed Bernie ages ago if like it was if she was totally on board with him. Yeah, because and she, she has her reasons not to be. I think she genuinely is on the is she. I think she's on the right side of everything, and I think yeah, like love her. I I think. You could you can make the argument that both of them as candidates have flaws. I mean, they're both insane. Something she's the Solange. Something really. I feel Solange. like yeah. Elizabeth Warren's a Solange because she is right. <laughs> yeah. She's um passionate. She's, yeah. she's Solange and Wendy Williams, and she punched Jay Z. Ooh, No, I made that up. No, but imagine if Elizabeth Warren. Imagine. No, yeah, imagine. Actually, <laughs> rule number ninety of culture: Elizabeth Warren, Warren punched Jay Z. It's a rule. Yeah. yeah. Um, we actually rule. are going to be um, creating here on Let's that's a gif of Elizabeth Warren punching, punching Jay-Z, Jay-Z I'll and make it's it gonna happen. be Good all luck over. making that. I think, yeah, it's going to be, it'll be incendiary. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the one thing that's really important to me in the election, and Kirsten Gillibrand gets really emotional about this, is guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry, Bernie, Bernie is not as good as Hillary on guns. And no. you can't convince me otherwise. I don't care about what you say about his NRA rating. It's, it's, he, no, I don't, no, no. Trying to figure out who he'd be as a pop star, but it's not really translating. Okay, mm. we actually did this for a second. Oh, you did? For Drag Race? Oh, for pop stars. For pop stars, I think... Who do we do? I don't remember this. Katy Perry is... Hillary? <laughs> no, I don't know. Oh, really? oh no, it's too fun oh, no, to I, no, Oh, no, Joel Kim Booster's done this. Um, uh, Hillary is Taylor Swift, and Bernie is Carly Rae Jepsen. That's yeah, so that, insane. See I don't that? see it at all. I know, I know, Joel, I know Joel's giving the edge to Carly Rae to Carly. there, though, so yeah. I'm not totally on board. Interesting. Carly? Well, because, I mean, like, this is this was back when Joel was more... Was Who's the, Trump? Rita Ora? Trump is Rita Ora. <laughs> any sense this was back when joel was more bernie leaning and and joel and joel was like standing for carly ray jepson and hating on taylor so for him it was very neat of him to trump some is people like three doors down dog just because what did you say trump Judy? is three doors three down, down. <laughs> i'm here without you baby just like no go away do you know what song came out at work the other day which is actually a jam oh what uh. Kryptonite. Oh, I hate that. Song. Oh no, no, not no. our no. no. Disgusting. Call me Superman. No, I'm down. <laughs> no, reprehensible. Uh, Awful. I mean, maybe. Um, guys, look, we are nearing the end, and we have to get hit a couple segments. Oh yeah. Oh. So I don't, Janie. You're a fan of the show. Yeah. Our people that are fans of the show, we know we have our one of our favorite segments. This is called I, I don't, don't think, think so, honey. honey. This is when we have put sixty seconds on the clock. 
and you have 60 seconds to rail against something in culture mm. or something that's affecting you culturally in any way using the term, I, I don't, don't think, think so, honey, honey, as much as you can. And it should be impassioned and it should be a full thought. Missive. It should be a missive. Now, Bowen, do you have something that you want to talk about? Um, I don't. Do you? I think, I think one of us should start so that Janie can, can see how it's done. I think that one of us should begin and i i can go first you want to go first okay I'll all right woman in the clock whenever you start okay and i'm i am ready great i don't think so honey the f train on a sunday night let me tell you something f i have to get home and all of a sudden it's like it's after 7 p.m on a sunday and you're taking a break well guess what you work for me honey <laughs> i don't think so you don't get to take break unless i say i would rather you take a break quite honestly in the middle of the day in the middle of the work day we need you at these times all right you need to be there for me when i need to get home to 7th avenue off the fg and guess what <laughs> How come I have to transfer so many times to get home, honey? Oh I don't God. think so. I'm tired of hopping to the A, to the C, to the B, to the F, to the G, to the C, T, 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 T. I don't want to, honey. I don't want to transfer no more. I don't want to be a player no more. Honey, you're too much. And how come I'm getting stuck? I want... When I'm in the subway next, I'm, they're going to say, who's going to stop this? And I'm going to say me. And then I want Fight Song by Rachel Platten to play. And I'm going to say no more MTV because I don't thanks so honey that's one minute wow. i think i think that really is gonna change things but that you, was great you lost a little bit of steam towards the end I no i think saying. i got more firm you got more firm <laughs> i think i got stronger and that was really good i like wow. when you just went like what why do i get stuck <laughs> that like whitney <laughs> why do i get stuck <laughs> oh man whitney that's great that's oh, great wow. come on bowen I had a thing going on the spot. I, I had to speak from the heart. Okay. I'm a little disappointed with my with my. I have a, no, that's great. But like, I have okay. a similar one. Well, no, 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 I don't. Oh, wait. Stop, stop, stop. I, re- I really don't. I know. can do one. All right. You want to do one? Janie's still ready. I'm, I'm sorry, want to steal guys. yours. All right. No, you go. You go. It, it is time, and it begins now. I don't see the time. I'm, like, nervous. All right. Hold on. Okay, I'll sorry. Over. Here we go. <laughs> and... Go. I don't think so, honey, to the current state of brand integration on the Housewives franchise. Because it started out with Bethany, and she knew what she was doing. Even before she knew, she knew what she was doing. Uh She built Skinny Girl into a $110 million sale to Jimmy on her own. She was hawking muffins in a grocery store season, one of Real Housewives New York. Uh. Now we get these women thinking they're so savvy. We see through all of it. I'm not buying your rock that you say is a jewel. I'm not buying your toaster oven that's going to set my house on fire, Sonia. I'm not buying the third iteration of a drink now called like Tip. Pepsi girl. What? I see through you. Yes. And I'm sorry. I'm also not buying the Bravo sponsorship with Soul Cycle, where you go to Habitat for Humanity afterwards. I'm I on board with Habitat and I think it cheapens their brand and their integrity. Uh, Soul Cycle should be ashamed of themselves. I think that they should be ashamed of themselves for many reasons, but one of them is that they are horrible and I don't think so, honey. One minute. One minute is up. Wow, you did it. You did it. I honey. think that, that, and you know what? Truly attacked culture. That attacks culture. And I think, so I think now people are going to be more aware. Yeah. Because I, mean, I don't know that everyone has really thought about the spiraling out of control. Sometimes your tears baptize your pain and your suffering, <gasps> a la Beyonce. Sometimes it's just having a minute on the clock yeah. and just saying <laughs> Whatever anything. Whatever you want. Yep. 
Oh yeah? my God, that's Janie. cleansing. You know what? Yes, but that's... you and me could start a love drought. I think. Right? Are you doing one? I'm doing one. Okay. I'm still, doing one. I'm still stumped. Well, Bowen, I don't know what to say. I don't think so. All honey. right. Okay. I okay. don't think so, honey. Bowen, yeah. Honey, I've got something. All right. Here we go. I don't think so, honey. People who keep squatting in meeting rooms and conference rooms right after they've been booked well past they've been, their booking time i don't i cannot hover outside and be a vulture for you and just wait and, and shoot you you know mean eyes and say well you know it's it's time and then i have to be the onus is on me to open up the door crack it open and <laughs> peek in and be like hey guys we have the room i don't think so honey because you know what it's not on me it's on you talking about rehearsal keep track rooms. Of time. rehearsal rooms conference conference rooms at work and, 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 and your office or anywhere you know any kind of scheduled space you cannot hold the space for longer than your allotted time you say that this is, is done this is done excuse me this is my i don't think so honey i don't think so honey matt rogers i don't think so honey people who cut into my uh, who cut into my space who take up space uh, for designated space for me this is exactly what is wrong with society, we have society that runs on rules janie you do not take up space for me <laughs> i don't think so honey janie and that is one minute honey Honestly, you were the culture being under attack there, I think. I truly was. was I incredible. think that Bowen Yang is a huge part of culture. And I think that I attacked him. I think that Janie attacked him. Absolutely. I think that's how you know it's worth yeah. talking about. You proved about. my point. We did. And yeah. you still, you peeked your head out and you said, not right now. It, but listen, I, I know because this is the opposite. I had the conference room, but you two were the ones who peeked your head in when you did not have the room booked. Hun, honey, honey, I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I think all of our clocks are set at different times. I, <laughs> you're right. Not, mm-hmm. Someone's time up is not your time up. Wow. Unless you have the universal clock, honey. This is a victim <laughs> clock blaming scenario. <laughs> so you're ridiculous. You, you're all filthy this, tonight. You're all filth. You're just disgusting. I hate just you. Just wears the shade. I tree. hate you. <laughs> I. Can I just say I, I hate, hate you. Matt Rogers. I hate Bowen. I hate you. I hate Janie Solar. I, I hate our producer Joe. I hate. Joe. I hate everything. No, we love it. Um, actually, guys, it's Janie's, time. Janie's really truly affected. <laughs> it's truly, oh my god! What do you have to say? I thought this was a safe space. It is. It is. <laughs> Can I tell you that was all a bit? And also now, <gasps> thank God. Thank God bit sigh of relief also uh, <laughs> um and i just want to say um it's time to do culture of the week so this is when we choose our favorite culture <laughs> joe our favorite culture of the week um and the I best think- thing that's happening in culture this week for you yeah what's from lemonade Besides lemonade, which this is going to be a tough, uh, tough task. I know. But, how do you top a lemonade? So I yeah. think you can listen to me and Bowen's culture of the week, and then you can make it a yeah, decision. I actually know right away what I'm going to say. Go, go ahead. Um, you know, my culture of the week are uh, on ride uh, photos yes. at Disney World. Disney photo pass. Disney photos, Fine. and I think you know it's so amazing what you can do when you're on a ride at Disney in terms of enjoyment, in terms mm-hmm. of experience. But what's really incredible is what you can take home with you, aka the merch. Yes. Um. And so this is not only just merch for the sake of having merch, which of course that's why it exists. Rule right. number one hundred eighty three of culture: merch is merch. Merch don't is merch. Don't question the merch. So like, yeah. And I think um, now you have a visual memory. Mm. I'd like to um, hearken back to a time when. We were on Rock and Roller Coaster, and we got a truly a great picture taken it of was me, you, and David, photo. our guest last week. It was a wonderful photo, and we were able to buy it. And I think that was so smart of Disney to sell something. Mm. Yes. Because as you know, and I just would like to really caution everyone, 
Don't spend your money anywhere else but Disney. They need your money. Mm. Disney you needs your money. You know what? Pranks aren't funny. Photos on roller coasters, funny. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, so funny. funny. And also the different kinds of faces that you can do in the uh, pictures. They're fun. You can do, you can do uh, a serious face. Yep. You can do a really big over the top face. I've, I've seen searched people do for sexy faces and there aren't. Where it's like, I just want to see funny faces. Funny yeah, faces. I want to see more funny faces in these photos. I want to see more faces of all kinds. I want to see you buying these on ride photos. You know what's funny? Is, do the right thing um, with your money. Knowing when in the roller coaster or in the ride the camera is. it's so fun to know to know it's it. so fun to know that 100 percent. so that's my quote for the week that's um, great. photographs that you can buy at disney world on ride photographs great Bowen? amazing um well my culture of the week has to be uh the ice cream parlor in the magic kingdom of Disney World. Yeah. Mm. Explain, Explain to, our, so, to our listeners. Listen, when they're trying to, you know, shoo away all of the um, patrons and guests at, 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 at the Magic Kingdom, um, you know, the ice cream parlor bravely stays open until about 1.30 a.m. And I believe when Matt and I went with our friend David, um, as we were making our exit from the park, the ice cream parlor was open and they serve you a variety wow. of... There are so many flavors so of ice many cream, flavors first, of ice cream. let me say. In the world. In the world and at the ice cream parlor. And there are a variety of cones, w- whether it's waffle or sugar. Oh my. You can get your ice cream on a waffle cone, on a sugar, sugar cone, cone, on a wafer cone. On a wafer cone. Or in a cup. Or in a dipped cone. Or in a, or in a, or in a plain cup. That's right. Now, now we're talking. You can eat your ice cream with a spoon. You can eat it just with your mouth. You can eat it no with... No one's going to judge you. Absolutely. It's, and it's at Disney World. It's at Disney World, which is the best part. I love that. Yeah. So, Janie, what is what is your culture of the week? My culture of the week is at Disney World. Uh-huh. <gasps> yes. When you are looking for something to do in your room and you've had a nice day, you can look at this Twitter account that's just called Everything Goats. <gasps> Everything Goats. What it's is it? just pictures of baby goats. Oh. And I think goats are the new cat slash dog like they really have. I think you're right Absolutely. it started with the yep. screaming goat it's what, that's what it is I that's agree. what it is yeah. you know what it was It was dogs and cats and then for a second for just it was such a small window but mm-hmm. little tiny miniature pigs yes they had a moment they, they scared a moment. me a little a little scary they seemed unhealthy yes they seemed like forced The metabol- yeah. their metabolisms are probably very abnormal yeah mm-hmm. abnormal they cannot tolerate gluten etc exactly but the goat <laughs> is something else the goat is adorb it runs sideways it screams at inappropriate <laughs> times it eats things some people have them in their homes which raises so many questions right loving goats and there's a great twitter where it's just like it's like um haters go to hate and it's a goat wearing sunglasses so at disney is it haters goat to hate now i'm thinking that doesn't make sense (laughs) janie would you where would you place everything goats everybody goats everything goats I want it to be everybody goats, everybody but goes. I think it's <laughs> everything goats. hundred percent goats. I'm not quite sure. Got Anything it. goats. <laughs> the world has gone goats today and goats bad. Anyway, so is this? Um, I just want to do a shout out, a Disney shout out to Brady O'Callaghan, Brady O'Callaghan, who's living his goddamn life on this vacation. And oh thank you for God. doing it without an ounce of irony. He's posting such great p- photos from his trip. Fun. Here's so some other fun. other people in the com- in the community who uh, just fully earnestly embrace Disney. Um, Brady Michael O'Callaghan, Hartney. Michael Hartney, Jason Gore, Kristen Bartlett. Oh, Chapman. Love them. I'm uninitiated. Oh, really? Have you never been? When I was uh, a baby. You must So I feel as if maybe there's like a huge Disney trip to be taken. <gasps> I mean, like maybe we must. And we then we'll do go. a series called Four Nights in Orlando. Four Nights in Orlando Oh my two. God, the sequel! <laughs> Oh Which my is God. my favorite Instagram series. Thank you, Janie. <laughs> Thank you, the favorite of many. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, gosh, 
I mean, this has been such a fun episode. We talked real. Fantastic we talked episode. fun. Well, you know what? That's we what talked goats. It's, we talked goats. <laughs> Culture is all about shaking it up, getting a little bit real, having a little bit of fun, and making sure we all take it the same amount of seriousness. <laughs> <laughs> right so yes. eloquently put it's so eloquent so eloquently put and listen <laughs> you, when you have a real when you have it fun you gotta take it with the same seriousness alright guys my thanks and Bowen's thanks to Janie Stolar <laughs> thank you, thank you guys so and much. I really wanna I wanna cause are you at Janie Stolar I'm at Janie Fierce at Janie Fierce <laughs> it's um, a Sasha Fierce reference yes, yes I mean, yeah of course that, which is why you earned your spot thank on you this so particular episode this lemonade episode I, just I stand wanna, for the hive I really want to um, uh, plug um, two things. Lemonade, the new album by Beyonce. Check it yes. out. If you haven't heard of it, it's real cool. Real and great. a spank going up this Friday, Murder by Spirits Thick. Murder by Spirits Which Dick. I co-wrote with my good friend Carly Ann Philbin. Yes. And Bowen Yang features in it. Great. Featured. And it will be up at 6 p.m. at UCB. Um, what do you want to plug? I want to plug... Oh, gosh. I don't have that much to plug. Oh, well, if you're in LA on May 10th, Ooh. Um, I will be hosting um, an old variety show of mine called Ethnic Realness with, with my Oscar very Montoya. good friend Oscar Montoya. Yes. We're, we're on the same coast. It's, it's, it's a gay blood moon. So I just love that. It's a gay blood moon. Any plugs besides? Um, I guess just female gays May fourth. We have brushes with reality. People who have met reality stars. <gasps> Timothy Dunn. Timothy Dunn has met Miss New York and yes. Jason what? Gore, who auditioned for Real World. No. Yes. <sighs> yeah. So that is a story that a story like that has never, been, never told. been told. He met he met her boyfriend named DJ Bucky Blends. So I have so many questions. Wow. DJ Bucky Blends. Guys, so many shows to see on both coasts. Mm-hmm. And I can't <laughs> wait to see you at all of them. Oh my God. Las Culturistas, we had fun. We had fun and we took it with all, all the same. We all, all the, the serious. same serious. <laughs> Thank you, Janie Stolar. We love you a lot. Ding dong. Ding dong. Bye. Bye. <laughs> This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. And creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. 
Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.